Welcome, my friend. This is the weekend edition of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, my friend, this is weekend edition number 32, and today we have my good friend John Finkeldy from Perth, Australia on. We just had him on this week on the 200 Churches podcast. This is a separate episode. It's not the same thing if you heard it earlier in the week. I have two questions and two questions only for John today, and I'm going to ask them. And hopefully these questions give you a little direction, maybe provide a little clarity as you think about your ministry and you think about your your health as a pastor and uh, how you're doing, how you're doing in, in your local church. There are as many situations as there are pastors, and there are as many contexts as there are churches. And it's so interesting to talk to different pastors and hear all of the different ways that they're experiencing ministry, and in some cases, all the different ways that their people are experiencing their church. John has been coaching pastors for 15 years. He had 30 years of his own ministry. Maybe it's been 10. Maybe he's only been coaching for 10. Yeah, only 10 after 30 years of his own uh, senior leadership in his local church. Again, you can find him at growahealthychurch.com where he has a membership portion of that website called The Hub. And I'm looking at it now on the dashboard. It says, what do you want to do today? And these are the different sections that you can access. And these are all sections on, on The Hub. I want to develop leaders. I want to grow my church. I want to grow personally. I want superb Sunday services. I want to raise more money. I want effective small groups. I want to become more productive. I want to survive the rigors of leadership. I want to learn from proven church leaders. I want to make disciples. I want to improve my board's governance. And finally, I want to lead a successful succession. That's just one section of the hub. He's got a section with master classes and uh, the master class, how to build a happy and productive staff, eight steps to effective board meetings, how to become a successful support leader. And on and on it goes as I'm scrolling down the page, how to connect with new people, how to add momentum to your online ministry, seven ways to boost your online small groups, all kinds of stuff here. And then there's a section on called roadmaps. And you could go to these roadmaps if you want to grow your church, raise more money, develop leaders, etc. And then he's got a section called quick wins. Quick wins, top five do's and don'ts for leaders meetings. Six things you can do when your church stops growing. How I structured my week for maximum effectiveness. How to deal with the pain of people leaving your church. And then even one on a productivity software called How to Organize Your World with Trello. So that's that's fun. That's interesting. And then he's got a section called Interviews. These are all at The Hub. And what I would suggest is uh, you, you take a look at it. I think you could take it for a test drive for 14 days. And if it's something that you think is going to benefit your church, then I would encourage you to go to your leadership team or go to your uh, lay leaders, your elders or your deacons or whatever kind of a, a governance structure you have and say, hey, I've got something that's uh, f- not very much per month that, in fact, I don't even know what it is per month that uh, the church can pay for this and we can be training all of our leaders with this. And you have access to 
the mastermind behind the website, John Finkeldy. So that's my plug for John. He didn't ask me to do that. He doesn't know that I'm doing it, but he's just got a great resource. And, and it's fun because he's got, he's got an Australian accent to boot. And so you can listen to that as well. But here now is my conversation tonight with my good friend, John Finkeldy. Hey, John Finkeldy, welcome to the Coaching for Pastors podcast. You're becoming a fan favorite on this podcast. <laughs> Always a pleasure to hang out with you, Jeff. I mean, you're, you're a wonderful leader of pastors, pastor of pastors. Always good to be on the podcast with you. So we just got a little bit of time because you're a busy guy. You got places to go, people to see, things to do, <laughs> food to eat, coffee to drink. That's now, absolutely right, especially coffee. Yeah. <laughs> John, as as you connect with pastors, what three qualities do you see in the ones who are emotionally and spiritually healthy? I don't necessarily mean like successful as they've got large ministries, but the ones who like are at peace. They're they just they live in the spirit. They have healthy family and church relationships, and these are the type type of people that they seem like they're just never in a hurry, and they have very little baggage. What qualities do you see in these kinds of peoples that help them to be like that? That's a great question, Jeff. I, I, I think the first quality I would say is that uh, pastors who are emotionally, spiritually healthy have really embraced the concept of rest, that they've really embraced the fact that at least for 24 hours every week, at the very least, I'm a fan of 48 hours, to be honest, for pastors, but at least for 24, 36, 48 hours a week, they have unplugged from ministry life. They've unplugged from their emails. They've unplugged from their phone calls with, uh, with church members. They've unplugged from sermon writing, from leadership development, counseling, pastoring. And they've gotten themselves into a into a, a lifestyle habit of a hobby or something they enjoy doing, might be reading, might be going to the movies, might be out for coffee with your spouse, wh whatever it is. But they've really given priority uh, to the concept of unplugging, resting, relaxing, dialing down the stress and the emotion for, for, I think, a good 48 hours every week. They're not kind of yeah, I'm having a day off, but I'm dabbling in my email. I'm having a day off, but I've got to finish a sermon. I'm having a day off, oh, but I've got to ring that that board member. No, no, they've unplugged. I think another quality is is that they've really given priority time to their marriage, uh, if they're married, and to their children, if they have children. I remember my wife sitting down with me early in our ministry experience where I was, uh, you said someone, people are almost never in a hurry. I was completely in an utter hurry as a youth pastor, <laughs> wanting to yeah. save the world, do everything for Jesus, out way too many nights of the week, way too many hours, no downtime. My wife, Diane, set me down and read the riot act to me and said, this has got to change. You're, you're hurting me, you're hurting the children, you're hurting yourself, and I'll mm -hmm. never forget that moment of awakening to the fact that, my priority as a pastor has to be my wife and my children, my family. And I'm now at my age of life, I'm like you, I'm reaping the benefits of four grandsons. My, my relationship with my children is fabulous. It's wonderful. They're wonderful friends uh, for Di and I, but also they've given us glorious grandsons in this golden stage of life. So I think that quality also of plugging into your family. Um, making that a priority. I think the third quality I'd look for other than just 
unplugging and then plugging into the family, uh, rest and family priorities. I think the other quality is um, pastors who are emotionally and spiritually have healthy really prioritize their life around key things. They really go with the things that are important, even though they're not urgent. So things like developing leaders, things like time in reading, time in studying, time in sermon preparation or preparing messages for leaders' meetings. In other words, the high priority things that give you a return on that investment. They tend to, um, I think, like me, get distracted at times and and things unravel. But about every three months, I find what helps me is I do a reset every three months and go, John, have you got your priorities straight? Are you spending your time where you should be spending your time? And then when things that you can't get to, you can at least say, you know, at the end of the month, I've done the primary things that I've meant to be doing in my role as a pastor or a or an associate pastor or youth pastor, whatever your role is, that you've got your focus right on the things that are important. Wow, that's some really good stuff. And a lot of it was around family and rest. Mm. And as you were talking about that, unplugging away from work stuff, phone and everything, have you been ever worked with a pastor where you're watching him and you're thinking, wow, he's, he's addicted to screens. He's on his phone or his tablet, or his laptop, or his television too much? Have you ever seen that with a pastor and maybe had to talk to them about about it? Yeah. (laughs) So one guy I was working with last year, and he'd bought one of these Apple Watches. And I think he had every notification turned on that thing. So while we're talking in a consulting zone, Uh he'd be sat looking at his watch. And then he'd come back to me, then back to his watch, and back to the end of the consult, I, I actually put it into the report. I said, I think you should lose that watch when you're in important meetings. It's just interrupting you. And he did, actually. I was back there this year for another consult, and he showed me his his non-Apple watch that he was wearing, <laughs> the, the old analog watch. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of those watches at all because I just find when people wear them and you're in a meeting, suddenly they're – I know they're not looking at the time. They they got an email from Amazon reminding yeah. them to buy a book or yeah. something. It's just – nah. Don't do it. So, so my kids got me one for Christmas. Okay. Right? And yep. so, and so I've got it and I literally always have it on no notifications. Yeah. Great. I just, that's it. when I look that's at it, I want to look at it because yeah, that's the way yeah, to do it. I have a whole story behind that one too. Control one of my staff thing. members. That's you know, when, when you and I were young men, if we had a watch, <laughs> the one thing you don't do when you're talking to somebody is look at the time. That's right. That's true. I mean, that's a, that's a non that's a nonverbal cue that mm, time to go. Yep. yep that's so. right. Well, sometimes that was handy when you would did want to leave the conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little oh, pastor trick there. Oh, look at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so without without revealing any confidences, could could you just tell us a quick little anecdote or a story about mm. a pastor who was just not healthy? And you actually yeah. got the pleasure and the joy of helping him to grow yeah. and improve through your coaching. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've got a great story here. Uh, some years ago, working with a pastor, um, and I, I always ask pastor about their holidays, their vacations. Have they had a decent break in recent times, a good three or four-week break? And um, he told me how many uh, days uh, leave of vacation was owed to him by the church. And it's, it's kind of my world record for a pastor being owed holidays. He, he was owed basically 
265 days of holidays. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. I, and he told me, I, I'm doing fine. I, I'm doing good. And, and so I talked to his wife. I talked to his staff. And I came back to him and said, look, you're not doing good at all. Uh, you're tired. Um, you're going to be grumpy with your tiredness. And so I, I, I recommended to him. I didn't think he would do it. And I have talked to him since a number of times about this. But I recommend that he take four weeks off within three months. And that six months later, he would take another four weeks off. I mean, he had, he had mm. plenty of credits to do it. Um, I thought he's not going to do this. He hasn't got a habit of it. But he did. I was, I was mm. blown away. I was amazed. After the first four weeks off, I asked him, how are you doing? He said, I feel really good. <laughs> I said, well, there you go. <laughs> and he took the rest of the four weeks off. And now every year he takes a really solid break of holidays. Um, and it's improved uh, his own health his own relationships, he's improved his own flow of living. He now looks forward to his holidays. He takes his holidays regular and it's really had a great impact on him. So, um, yeah, I've got a few few stories like that, but that's probably the – he's the world record holder, the World Series holder for <laughs> holidays not <laughs> taken, Jeff. So, so would, you say that, would you say that in ministry about the most important thing you could do is take care of yourself first – that everything flows out of that. So important to take unplug weekly. Um, you know, I think I think Rick Warren's got to say withdraw week. Oh no, just distract daily. Withdraw weekly. Abandon annually. And hmm. I like that. Unplug every week, 24, 48 hours, and then every year have a good minimum of a three week block of vacation and holidays. Um, and if you're if your board only gives you two weeks, ask them for an extra week. Take a good three-week block. It'll make an enormous difference to your well-being and then to your church as well. Thank you very much, John. You've got stuff to do, so we're going to pull the plug on this thing. Thanks, Jeff, for having me, and uh, thanks, for everybody, for listening. There you go, my friend. A short one this week with John, but uh, a lot of great content and a lot of good food for ministry thought. So I want to encourage you, go ahead and take a spin over to growahealthychurch.com and you can find more on John Finkeldy. Also, on the 200 Churches podcast at 200churches.com, there's a tab that says podcast series and you can hit the, I believe it's the John Finkeldy podcast series and listen to all of the conversations that we've had with John and that's a lot of fun. Pastor, thanks for listening this weekend, and we'll catch up with you again on Monday on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.